0: Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Mulligan Day, Tony. Is there anything in your life you'd like to do over?
2: I'm Tony Kornheiser, yeah. That time I hugged Levitard. Oh. He was soaking wet oh. with sweat. Sweat got everywhere. got all over my clothes. Bam! I had to have everything clean. just mm. so wet. Yeah, well, you know. You know Miami, what are you going to do? So South wet. Beach. Yeah, it's hard to do with it, but I think it's his nature to sweat. (laughs) That's the way it goes. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Packers lose at home. Alabama loses on the road. The Yankees could follow the Dodgers and Braves out of the playoffs tonight. But we begin today with the two marquee games from yesterday. The Bills went into Kansas City and won late on a 12-play 76-yard drive that made the final score 24-20. And the Eagles held serve at home, impressively beating Dallas, and ending the myth of Cooper Rush, 26 to 17. So Wilbon, which win was more impressive to you? The Bills. Key
0: phrase went into Kansas City. Yeah, in, in my estimation, the hardest place to play in the league. I mean, you got your know, Lambeau. We'll get to that, but also you know Kansas City tone. So for the Bills to go Tough. in there and do that after having had these emotional crushing losses. To Kansas City. It's not a division rival, but they've played enough That's for right. there to be something there. And if you're Buffalo, you're still looking at the Chiefs saying, you know, we, 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 the road goes through them. I mean, they may, not, they may not be Super Bowl champs right now, but the road still goes through them to go down and score like that and then to intercept Patrick Mahomes when everybody thinks, oh, Patrick Mahomes going down the field. I feel pretty good about being on a, a text chain at the time, in which I said, no. They're going to intercept or force him to fumble. The Bills are not losing this game. And I just felt that they were proving that for now they're the better team. I don't need to make any declarations about January or February, but for now.
2: Yeah. Um, So let me make a little bit of an argument for the Eagles in this regard. I really like the Eagles at this point of the season. They have shown me they're much better than I thought they'd be. They're much better than almost everybody thought they would be. They grind out wins, they get a lead, and they hold on like they did last night against Dallas. They're undefeated. They're the only team that's undefeated. That cannot be minimized, that they're undefeated. And I should say that because it's important. But 100%, Buffalo had the more impressive win. Because as you say, Buffalo did it on the road. Buffalo did it against Patrick Mahomes, not Cooper Rush. Buffalo, you know, I mean, this is a harder game. Buffalo did it against the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year. And I see them meeting again in the playoffs this year. Last year, what happened was Kansas City had home field in the playoffs and knocked Buffalo out. This year, Mike, the difference may be be that that game is in Buffalo. So even if you go through Kansas City, if you're going through them in Buffalo, New York, it might be a little easier. To me, Mike, right now... They are the two best teams in football. Yes, God bless the Eagles for being undefeated and remaining undefeated, but they're the two best.
0: Oh, you mean Kansas City and Buffalo. If I'm doing power rankings, Tony, I'm going Philly, Buffalo, and I guess Kansas City. WPI, the Wilbon Power Index. I'm going differently. You know, as we get closer to November, you know, three teams that we assumed were good had bad losses yesterday. The Packers lost, as we mentioned, in Lambeau. To the J.E.T.S. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers lost to the struggling Steelers. At least that was in Pittsburgh. And the Ravens fell to the Giants, who are now five and one. Tom, which of these three had the most
2: significant loss to you? Okay, Tampa Bay was in the game at the end. Tom Brady did what he is paid to do. He went down the field at the end and got a touchdown, did not get the two point conversion. But they're in it, so that's not the most disappointing loss, even though Pittsburgh had been lousy to that point. And your boy Trubisky had a very good second half. Baltimore is troubling. A lot of people want to make Lamar Jackson the MVP of the league. Not yesterday. He lost the game yesterday in the fourth quarter. They were ahead in the fourth quarter. He threw a reckless interception when the Giants then scored to go ahead, and he got the ball back. Strip-sack, fumble. That, that was They lose, Mike. They lose more often than they should, and they lose late and often when they're ahead in the fourth quarter. But there is nothing more puzzling in the NFL today than what has happened in Green Bay. I'm sorry. You can't lose to the Jets at home in Lambeau when the Jets made one of 11 third downs and had 99 yet net passing yards, and they got killed the Packers. Something is wrong there. Maybe something is wrong with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. But you look at this and you say, this is the story of the teams that are losing the worst.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to go too crazy. I agree with you about the worst loss being the Packers. The offensive line cannot protect Aaron Rodgers. That's crazy to watch. Look, we know a team I follow. I follow the Bears. After that, the team I follow the closest the Green Bay Packers. I have all my life because I hate them. And so, of course, I'm following them. I'm paying attention to everything they do. And it is not often over the What's last wrong with them? 25 years, if you combine Favre and Rodgers, that the offensive line simply cannot hold up in Lambeau Field. That was sort of startling to see. Tony, I expect these things yes. to get fixed. Yes. Look, they lost a really? game. Let's not, let's not, not everything's a big deal oh. yet.
2: Not yet. It, can't, it will well, be hold, toned. It will on. be, not yet. Yeah, hold on one second. What? At the end of the game, a rookie defensive back named Sauce Gardner put a cheese hat on his head that was funny. and paraded I love around that. Lambeau. I love if, that. If you want the classic definition of adding insult to injury, that was it. that's it. Yeah. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to say relax this year. I don't think not that's now, happening. They're too like, far in. There, there's... There's something wrong. They've lost to the Giants and Jets in successive yeah. games. Do you know the record of the Giants and Jets last well, year? Tony, Hello, 8-26. and 26. Let's be fair, eight though. 8-26. That's last
0: year. Footnote on the Jets. This is their third road victory of the season already. So hold on, Sparky. And
2: they killed them. Maybe they're pretty good. They
0: killed them. They did. Defensively, the they were good. Scored... Specials,
2: they were good. And they were good offensively. The Packers as well. only scored 10 at home. Yeah. Something is significantly wrong there. We move to baseball. Two of the mightiest division winners, the Braves and the Dodgers, are out. The Dodgers had won 111 games. That's the most in baseball. The Braves had won 101. And let me repeat for the West Coast, they're out. The Yankees, who won the toughest division in baseball, could go out tonight to Cleveland. Wilbon, do you think the buys came back to bite the Dodgers and the Braves and possibly the Yankees? I see it that way. Didn't even
0: examine it that way. They got beat. They beat. I watched more of the Padres Dodgers series than anything else. And the pod, look, going in, you and I both said we had a question a week ago, saying of these wild card teams, who do we think could sustain something? And the Padres because we know what kind of lineup well, they not got. For me. And, well, it was for me as you know and the pitching at the top of that for order. Me. Come on now. Yeah. The pitching, you know, is 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 great for the for the Padres Tony. It's good. The three starters they've got. Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna say it was the layoff. I don't buy that. I don't like the layoff anyway. I, there's too many teams in baseball in the playoffs. Too many. It was perfect before. And now you gotta wait and sit at home and create some sort of phony activity for yourself so you don't get rust. But even having said that, I'm not putting this on the bye week or whatever. No, they got beat. That's what happened by teams that are at least as good in each of those
2: cases. Okay, so this is the first year for two out of three and three out of five. I am very surprised that the Dodgers lost. I will be very surprised if the Yankees lose tonight, though if it becomes a matter of bullpen against bullpen, they're going to lose because the Yankees don't yeah. have a good bullpen. So now if they lose the three most glamorous teams, the defending World Series champion, the Braves, Dodgers and the Yankees will all be out. Get out. It is too soon. To find out if there's a bias, if there is a road bias, if there is a rest bias. You gotta wait years to find that out. It may very well just be an anomaly this year as to who is going out. But I will, I am not surprised at all that the Phillies won because I've watched the Phillies for years. They have a really good everyday lineup. But here's what's, they won eight and lost 11 against the Braves in the same division. That's not a blowout, but Mike. The Dodgers, fourteen were to five, 14, baby, and five, yeah. and and not just fourteen and five this year, but they had won twenty three of twenty eight against the Padres. So to Owned me, them. that is stunning. Owned and them. I know it is not for you. I'm afraid I'm going to have to use your phrase, "dynasty of one." That the contemporary Dodgers are like the Braves we saw in the '90s, when yeah. they won their division every single year and only won one World Series, and they had three Hall of Fame pitchers. Smoltz and Glavin and Maddox, and he only won one. Maybe yeah. that's the Dodgers. Well, Maybe. Tony, it shows
0: you how difficult it is to win in the playoffs. And baseball should not be adopting other sports playoffs situations with a bunch of teams. To... That, you play 162 for a reason. So, so you don't need all the playoffs. 162. What's the damn point yeah. of playing 162 to stack up a bunch of teams in the playoffs to take out a team like the Dodgers who were historically
2: good it just seems counterproductive the answer to me to all your questions is money I know. is money i know You're right. the playoffs make money yep. the nba has more than half of its yeah. teams yeah. 20 of 30 they don't play 20 one, of they don't 30 play 162 with a playoff opportunity play 81 that's no, too many they play 82 that's too many 82 Let's take a break. Coming up, after Alabama lost to Tennessee, did the college football season just get better or worse? They'll keep adding playoff teams, too. People like you want them to. And should the Patriots stick
0: with Bailey Zappi? Even when Mac Jones is ready to come back.
2: Bailey's zappy. So you're you're not panicked over the Packers? You think that's rightable? You think that yeah. you get the ship on Look track Look at the vision they're in. Pardon what?
1: the Interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly, part of happy hour. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free, top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, brought to you by Twisted Tea, part of Happy Hour.
2: It's mail time when the people program the show because the producers, I guess, have better things to do. Let me see what's first what here. Pe- mail what time. are these? Did this... God, I need glasses for this. Did this weekend's results make you more or less excited about the college football season? I'm more excited.
0: More excited. First of all, just the games are so great, Tony. I mean, just watching Tennessee and Alabama, I, mean, I, I felt drained after that. And I thought Alabama was going to win the game all along. Even when they were down two score, two touchdowns, I thought they were going to win it. TC, oh, Utah and USC. Now, you know, we root for USC in my house our man Caleb Williams, who, who, I'm sorry, threw for like 366 and five touchdowns, and that defense was terrible at SC. And yet, TCU, you, you introduce, and USC's not eliminated because they lost one game, so they scored nearly 50. They're still in it. Tennessee is in it, of it. You know, Ohio State what, didn't play, so they, it's not like they were threatened to get knocked down a notch. I think you have more teams in it. They're still glamorous teams. Nobody doesn't, doesn't want to see them. I think it's more exciting, and I bet you do too.
2: I think it is much more exciting, much more exciting. I can't wait to see Ohio State-Michigan. I can't wait to see Tennessee-Georgia. Like you, I think Alabama is still in it. I think TCU and Clemson and even Ole Miss are still in it. I know you don't like Lane Kiffin. I do like Lane Kiffin. I want to see UCLA-USC. I want to, for the first time in many years, maybe UCLA is really good. I think we have more teams that appear to be real good this late in the season than we've seen for a long time. And I'm going to go a step further here about Alabama. I think it's good for college football this year that Alabama lost. I think it opens things up that Alabama lost. And I also think that if you, I mean hundred and one points, Mike. Alabama and Tennessee, hundred and one points. Who knew? It? I think if you watched college football on Saturday, you said to yourself, "Yes, let's expand the playoffs because no. there are more teams that you want to see." Know. No. Well, they're going to expand it. Mike. I know. I'll they're see them anyway. Go just
0: watch TV every week. What are you doing? What else you got to do? You got nothing to do, just like me. We're going to watch the games. games so watch them now. I don't need to see them in some phony, baloney playoff where people are off six weeks and then play. no stop. Forget that. Watch him play now. Eight is okay. 12 is is not. I didn't say
2: 12. I know you didn't, but other other goofballs are saying 12. Here's the next question. Should your boy Bill Belichick stick with Bailey Zappi over Matt Jones?
0: Yes. Yes. And I'm I'm not going to look at a bunch of numbers to do this. I'm going to go on impressions. I mean, Tony, you know when they talk about having every throw in the arsenal? This kid seems to have that. He stands in there and he makes these throws and he has no pedigree like Mac Jones. I I, I get that. I don't care about that. He seems to have some natural swag, as they say. And I don't know, Bill Belichick, it's going to be interesting to see. Nobody knows what he's going to do. So I don't want to hear sources say, unless you talk to Belichick personally, you have no idea what he's going to do. He didn't have coordinators in the traditional sense. So I'm just waiting until they trot out on the field yeah. to see who's going to be under center. And I'm, I'm, I'm liking this, this, this kid,
2: Zippy Zappy. Let me make this clear. This is not like Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush. One guy no. is not significantly better than the other. One guy's not getting paid significantly more money than the other. And one guy does not have significantly more achievements than the other. Matt Jones doesn't have any of that stuff yet. Bill Belichick has done this before. I'm pretty sure in Cleveland he changed out of Bernie Testo Cozarty. That Bernie. was huge. I know he changed out of Drew Bledsoe for Tom Brady. And just last year he changed out of Cam Newton for Matt Jones. So he is willing to do this. This kid is 2-0 as a starter, performed very well in the game. He came in in relief. He's completing. He I want to get the number. He looks it. He's completing 73% of his passes, which is the best in the league. Uh, you know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't get rid of him. And his name is Zappy. So come on, Free you Zappy! Cannot get rid of this guy? Zappy, <laughs> Zippy, Zappy. Enough email Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Panthers have had enough of Robbie Anderson, and the Warriors they they want to move on, but can they? Will they be able to? We'll see. You see that Robbie Anderson thing? Yes. Arguing with the coach? Yes. And then he took the other, the yeah, head They head to get out of here. And then, then they said, get, out, get out, out further
1: today. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled. So you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Pardon the interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of twisted tea, hard iced tea. Please drink responsibly, part of happy hour.
2: Happy time, people. Happy 30th birthday yesterday to Bryce Harper even with a broken left thumb that limited him to only 99 games this season. Bryce Harper was still a major force for the Phillies. Hit 286, 18 homers, 65 RBI. And Harper's been a terror in the playoffs so far. Batted 500 against the Braves, two homers, five RBI. In six playoff games now, Harper has three homers and six RBI, and he's batting .435. Harper was Rookie of the Year and MVP with the Washington Nationals. He's also been MVP with Philadelphia. On a personal note, I want to hate him for leaving Washington for a divisional rival, but I can't. I think Harper's a great player, and I'm still thrilled thinking about the home run derby he won in Nats Park. He's so
0: conciliatory toward Harper. That's awful. I'm trying to think of guys who walked out on Chicago teams and whether I liked them or not. So Greg Maddox did. He was young. He was sort of decorated, but not as much as Harper probably at the time. Probably a 1-1 Cy Young Award. Bobby Hall, but he was old, and he'd already won a championship with Stanley Cup. For the Blackhawks, I, I I don't even know you. You used to be a guy you could count on to hold the grudge. And now, you know, you just let people walk out on you and
2: win down the road, 995. What's wrong with you? After the show, I'll call you and give you a list of 50 to 100 people I still hate. <laughs> <laughs> Not right. so happy anniversary the University of Michigan. On this day, seven years ago in Ann Arbor, the Wolverines were clinging to a two-point lead with 10 seconds to go over in-state rival Michigan State. When the michigan punter mishandled the snap leading to a scoop and score victory for the spartans as time ran out speaking of big michigan losses the author of a famous hail mary against michigan colorado's cordell stewart had a birthday yesterday 50 and no loss was worse than the one in the big house to appalachian state so it's nice to end this anniversary with good news for the maize and blue they walloped penn state 41 17 to go to 7-0 they're now ranked fourth they surely will be in the college playoffs if they beat Ohio State again this year. Yeah, but there's a lot of time to go before that. you well, I mean, You got like at least four games
0: before you get to Ohio State, Tony. I know you think Michigan is really good. I think they're pretty good. i got to see some more. I'm going to watch these Big Ten games closely. I am not rooting against Michigan in this circumstance because I'm rooting for my conference. And if Ohio State's not ready, if they stumble, I'd like Michigan to be ready. But you, you, you're expressing a whole lot of confidence in them I don't have.
2: Happy trails to the rift between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole? Jordan Poole just got paid by the Warriors, so he can afford to be conciliatory to the man who punched him in practice last week, Draymond Green. Poole said, and I quote, he apologized, it was professional, we plan on handling ourselves that way, that's all I really have to say on the matter, we're here to win a championship, unquote. Green echoed what Poole said, citing being professional and doing what it takes to win. But Poole just got a $140 million extension, and Andrew Wiggins just got a $109 million extension. So you wonder if there will be anything left for Green when the luxury tax kicks in. Well, Tony, that would be a lot of luxury tax. We're not
0: talking about, oh, a few hundred thousand. We're talking about maybe $100 million plus. And it doesn't seem like the Warriors owners are wanting to do that. It's going to be interesting. A lot of players, ex-players I talk to, don't believe that this is going to be patched up at all. And then come trade deadline time, Draymond Green's going to be on deck to be traded. It's going to be interesting if they get off to a 20 and two start. Nobody's going anywhere. But suppose they don't. This is going to be a fascinating issue to see play out.
2: One omission: Washington quarterback Carson Wentz will have surgery on his fractured finger. is expected to miss extended time. In one correction: What well, about you said the NBA season has 81 games? Yeah, they're 82. Oops. You're an NBA analyst. Well, you need to know that. I was quick to the fourth day. Finish. I lopped off a game. Here we on. go. The Panthers traded your boy, Robbie Anderson, yeah. to your Cardinals the day after the team gave him the thumb for arguing with an assistant coach. Your thoughts? Well,
0: Anderson and DeAndre Hopkins, who rejoins the team, that could be pretty good, but interim coach just got rid of him. Wow. Texans fired executive
2: VP of football ops Jack Easterby. That surprised you? He's not responsible. Deshaun Watson ruined that team. Deshaun Deshaun Watson. Russell Westbrook played just five minutes coming off the bench before leaving with a hamstring injury. Cause for concern?
0: Yeah, especially with Schroeder out for three to four weeks. That thins out your point guard as your season starts. North Carolina ranked number one in the preseason AP College Hoops poll. Your reaction?
2: Well, it's either going to be North Carolina or Duke or Kentucky, right? So and it's been that 50 way for like 25 years. At least. Yeah, last one Monday night football, Broncos and Chargers. Who you got?
0: I think I got them in the small screen. Yankees. What are they now, Guardians
2: in the big screen? Uh, I'm just saying. San Diego should win. We're out of time. Trying to do better the next time. The Loop at Woodmine. Shout out. to part three course. I loved it.
0: I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knucklehead. And now to get you set for Monday Night Football, and yes, I said San Diego, here's Susie Carver and the Countdown Crew.
1: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America.